would no. make you jump in and I was going to trick you and not say anything. No, well, it didn't work. Oh. Well, what do you know? Hello, and uh, welcome back to Here So We Don't Get Fined. My name is David. My name is Thomas. Thomas is deciding to be a good boy, and it's a little weird. Yeah, I, I, I kind of throw off your uh, momentum there. You throw off everything every week, Thomas. I wouldn't w- be the pod without I'm you. literally following the rules. The fact that you're not throwing me off is kind of throwing me off. David, we've done this a number of times. A year ago. Thomas, we have not properly done the intro in months. Because you feel the need to jump in. Didn't we properly do the intro like a week ago? No. Are you sure? No. <laughs> I got a pretty bad memory. So, uh, But anyway. Welcome. Hello. And welcome back. We are very happy to join you. For this podcast coming out on Monday. That's right. We're actually putting out a podcast on Monday. On schedule. Now, as we're the not po- going to promise to keep the rest of the schedule. Because every time we do that, we don't. But we can at least promise to try. Hold on. Hold on. What? How about this? We promise to not keep the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> we how about, guarantee. How about that? We guarantee <laughs> that the schedule will not be kept. It's a construct. Time is a flat circle. What? Uh, there's a guy named Mike Golick Jr. Uh, and he said that a lot on his podcast, Time is a Flat Circle. And it, I don't know what it means. I don't think he does either. But it goes along with the whole time is a construct thing. Well, fair enough. It's a flat circle. I was expecting you to extrapolate that a little more. I don't really know what it means. He just says it and it makes it sound philosophical. So you were trying to sign philosophical and lies? I was trying to sign philosophical. Listen, if you were speaking to deaf people, that would have been correct. You, You were signing. You were trying to sign would be the correct not you were trying to sign ah semantics okay listen we got we got some fun stuff to talk about today some crazy news in the soccer world some very bold and outlandish predictions in the football world or although i guess like we're just staying in the football world because like soccer is football totally football yeah european football and american football boom so uh, you might have heard us mention in a previous episode, I think we talked about it once, uh, Man City is on the chase for a treble this year. They secured one trophy by beating the other teams in the Premier League. I don't know why I tried to be like, oh, by beating one singular team for the Premier League. Because their sport's not like our sports. They're like, it's a regular season, not a, you know, playoff final. But they beat Man United one two till yeah English. Are you okay, buddy? Ah, uh, I'm just you flopping your words. You're stumbling through this soccer thing. Like I'm just I'm getting ahead of myself. Are you okay? I'm getting, my, I'm getting too far ahead of myself. I know that brain. movie we just watched was pretty jacked up, but man, that was a bad movie. It was not a bad movie. It was a weird movie. I'm not even gonna say it because I don't want someone to watch it and think I recommended it. That was. It that was, was wild. 
Let's just say Ryan Reynolds is not all goofy, lovable superheroes. That's the only Ryan Reynolds movie I've ever not liked. I liked it. I thought it was fun. You know, fine. honestly, like, I love Anna Kendrick. She's very beautiful. I feel like the don't. majority of the movies I see her in are movies I don't like. And it's weird because I never have a problem with her. It's just the movies. That's fair. As long as you say you don't I dislike love Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Okay. But for some reason, 90% of the movies that I have seen with her in them, I have disliked. Do you like Pitch Perfect? I've never seen Pitch Perfect. It's on Netflix. We're watching it. I'm watching it with you. I want to see your reaction. Yes. No. What do you mean? You watched it like last week and you were like... I don't care. And you were like, it doesn't hold up. But it's still just as good. It doesn't hold... Like, when I say it doesn't hold up, what I meant by that is I now... as When I first saw it, I thought it was a good movie. Now, I don't think it's a good movie, but I still love it. Like, I still love it just as much as I did. Does that make sense? So, it's like I've come to the realization that it's bad. Whereas, I, when I first saw it, I legitimately thought it was good. I mean, fair enough. Kind of like some old Disney movies. Like, High School Musical. I love High School Musical. I do too. Let's be honest; it's, it's not, not a good, good movie. Yeah, it's not good. It's that, that's my that's kind of my like as a kid, it was the best movie I'd ever seen. But as an adult, I still love it as much as I did back then. But I can tell that it's a terrible movie. Terrible is a stretch. It's not a horrible movie. Wait, she was in Twilight. Anna Kendrick. Apparently, that had to be early part of her career. Had to be. Had to be. Because uh, she's also listed in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh, yeah. She was in that. I hated that movie. She was one of the girlfriends. I didn't like it either. Like, okay. Like, I'm just... I'm running through the list of movies. And so far, the only one that I've seen and liked is Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. And I don't know that I would say I would... That I liked it as much as my... Or as, I didn't like that movie. I'd rather say it's, like, tolerable. Yeah. I didn't you like know? it. I didn't like it. But, like... That's like the closest thing to liking a movie on this list. You need to see a simple favor. It is wild. It has some twists that will shock you. It is a phenomenal film. Blake Lively, Ryan, or uh, Anna Kendrick. And it's kind of funny that Anna Kendrick has played the love interest of both Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. That is. That's kind of funny. Have you seen? Uh, I use I use the term love interest loosely. Have you seen Drinking Buddies? With a simple favor, I have not. It's so bad. Is it? Yeah. Ha- have you seen that movie with Adam Devine? Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Made me think of this with Adam Devine uh, and Alexandra Daddario. It's called When We First Met. Yeah. Very bad movie. <laughs> I enjoyed it because it has like who I consider to be the most beautiful woman on the planet in it. I've never seen anything with her. Shelley Honig. Uh, also gorgeous, but no, uh, no, Alexandra Daddario. Right. Okay. It has her in it, and I love everything she's in, even if it's bad. So, like, I loved it, but it's a, it's not a good movie. I will say, like, one, the one thing Anna Kendrick has going for her is, like, I've already seen Drinking Buddies. She looks like an adorable mouse. Like, I've already seen Drinking Buddies, so you can't get any worse than that. Fair enough. I've never seen that, so I can't tell I mean, if you're speaking sacrilege. Have I do you, know you have horrible taste in television and film, though. So. I have fantastic taste in television and film. 
if fantastic was a synonym for horrible, I would agree with you. That is that is preposterous. Good word. Thank you. You you are flabbergasting me. Synonym and preposterous. That is pretty flabbergasting that we use both of those words in one pot. Yeah, yeah. Look at us being smart. All I know is this. Bro, we should do like a movie pod. I mean, we kind of have with our brackets, right? I mean, yeah, a little um, bit. But anyway. Anna no, but let me let me let me get to my point though about drinking okay. buddies. I'm hammering this in because okay, I good. know it's driving one specific listener just up a wall. Who loves it? it Who is Chris it? is obsessed with that movie, dude. We watched it. We watched it. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. They got like we watched oh. it in college with our other roommate Goose, and the movie's like an hour and forty minutes long, right? And we're sitting at like an hour and twenty five minutes, and I'm like. What in the world is going... Like, I feel like nothing's happened in this movie. This has literally just been a colossal waste of time. So I, like, try to look up, like... Every time I'm watching a movie I loathe, I go to the internet. And, like, it always results in spoilers, but that's not the intention. I just want to, like, every time... And I know it's not real, but I just try to look up, like, a little guide that, like, almost has, like, a... Hey, if you hit this point, this is how many minutes you have left in the film. Hang in there. And that's that doesn't exist. And I, I looked love it up. Spoilers. I looked it up and I found out that nothing happens in the whole movie. They build to this one thing. It's an awkward movie, first of all. And then they're just like, Oh, yeah, we're not gonna do that. And things just go back to normal. And we're like, what did we just do for the last hour and 40 minutes? Thomas, I automatically want to watch this movie. Because to me, that mirrors the heck out of real life. Yeah, okay. How many Here's times the thing. Here's the thing. have we made plans with Ben and Maddie for a week? Okay. And then gotten there and planned it for the next couple hours and then never ended up doing it? Okay, okay. How so, many times have we done that? A hundred Okay, that's but, life, baby. Yeah, that is life. I get it enough in life. I don't need it when I'm trying to watch something I'm going to enjoy. That's my why? least favorite part of life. Do you know why I brought that up? Why? Because you liked the last episode of Ted Lasso because you said it mirrors real life. Okay, but here's here's the difference. What's the difference? Here's the difference, Movie David. Movie is an escape from real here's, life. Here's the difference, David. Things happened in Ted Lasso. We had three seasons of highs and lows. That's true. There was nothing in this movie. It was a colossal waste of time. Good for the actor and actresses for getting paid to do it. Because everyone knows anyone who works on it didn't make anything. Because no one went and saw the movie because of how bad it is. That's the loudest you've ever been on this podcast. And it was about a movie. It's a terrible movie. And I was told, oh, it's probably too meta for you. Shut up. <laughs> Are you serious? It was bullshit at, on the screen. That makes me want to punch Chris in the face. I love you, Chris. But that makes me want to punch you in the face. And they're like, oh, wait. Way to spoil it. And I'm like, you think I'm upset right now? You think I'm upset? I am, Like, first of all, yes, I am upset. But if you think I'm upset right now, if it wasn't spoiled for me, we would have needed a new freaking TV. Do you know how many other things I could have done with that 100 minutes? Mm, that's so funny. Literally anything. That's so funny. 
was it 100 minutes or 105 minutes? Be consistent, Tom. However, too damn long is how long it was. Man. Well, on a more positive note, a lot of good movies. Uh, if you haven't seen Burt Kreischer, The Machine yet, do it. It's Fantastic. incredible. I f- my, my head hurts Now, is right it a quote-unquote good movie? Critically, probably not. But it is a darn good time. If you like Burt Kreischer, you're going to love the movie. Highly recommend it. Uh, also, I heard the new Little Mermaid is fantastic. It's doing. Uh, it's gotten a lot of hatred from feminism groups. Who cares? But it's doing phenomenal. Uh, obviously, they do. It's doing phenomenally. Like it's got like over a seventy on Rotten Tomatoes. It brought in the most money of the weekend. It's doing well. Okay. Feminists don't like it. It's probably a good movie. I mean, I. I think it's more to do with, like, the she gave up being a mermaid and her voice for a man. But isn't that just the movie, though? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Let me tell you something, dude. That's just the movie. I'm pretty sure Disney is going to make, like, all our old favorites live-action remakes. Tom, well, considering this is, like, the tenth one they've done... I don't think that's a very hot take there, buddy. No, no, no. It's not a hot take. More an observation. They already made The Jungle Book, which was a horrible movie, if we want to talk about that. When was the last time you even watched The Jungle Book? Less than a year ago. It was the first time I ever watched it. I haven't seen the live action. It's probably better because it quite literally cannot get worse than the original. I think there's two live actions. No, there's one called Mowgli, but that wasn't like Disney. I mean, that it's was the just same like story. Off-brand telling the story. It was a different story, too. It was much more dark. That wasn't the real story. Okay. Uh, but then there was a live-action remake of the actual Jungle Book. I think it might have been the first one they remade. Uh, I thought the first one they remade was Aladdin. Actually, I think it was Cinderella. What? Oh. They made Cinderella in, like, 2008. Yeah, it was ahead of its time. Yeah. Well, like, Beauty the movie, of the Beast is the, the best movie sucked, but, like... They kind of struck the iron before it was hot there. Uh, I mean, The Beauty and the Beast is the best live-action Disney movie. It's phenomenal. It's better than the original. That's right. I said it. That is high praise for a movie featuring Emma Watson. Listen, Thomas, you've already gotten dangerously close to insulting Anna Kendrick. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I got scissors right here. (laughs) Calm down. Calm down. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, um, how far into we are? Yeah. Listen, that's irrelevant. I got one more thing I want to say. <laughs> okay. I found out recently from a movie that I have been quoting the wrong movie and saying something. Okay. You brought up Scott Pilgrim earlier. Yeah. I thought, you know that weird crazy girl that played like the bad guy in Sky High who's like his girlfriend or mm-hmm. whatever? Yeah. And he has to defeat his seven evil exes or whatever. Yeah. I thought at one point she was like, you do you, Scotty P. So that's where I got the phrase, you do you, Scotty P, from. I've been telling people for years, it's from Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Well, they just added, we are the Millers on Netflix. I rewatched it. It's a great film. Go watch we are the Millers. It's okay. That's wrong. Um... It's got Ted Lasso in it, bro. Ted Lasso itself might be the one of the greatest works of television. It's my second. Even with the awful ending. Not awful, but even with the not good ending. The neutral ending. Uh, it is my favorite show 
Second favorite show of all time. The neutral ending. I think you already yeah. voiced your feelings about it. No, because it wasn't bad. It, as a standalone episode, it was not a bad episode. As a series finale, I was I did not like it. I was displeased. No, I hear you. I hear you. But, I'm going to tell you again, though, what I said off pod, because I think it deserves to be on pod. You don't have to. Okay. No, no do it. Do no, it. I forget no. what you said. No, it's fine. Do it's it. Fine. Do I'll it. just never speak again. Do it. Never again. Just say it. Okay. Uh, I think regardless of if it was a uh, widely accepted great episode or a widely accepted bad episode, I feel like a lot of people would still be displeased because we're not used to only getting a show for three seasons. You know, we're used to shows going for the money grab. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's fair. Like, I, I first of all, who am I? Right? It doesn't matter what I think. You're David. Like, and one one episode, to me, is not going to ruin an entire show. We had uh, 33 phenomenal episodes. 33 incredible, three wonderful seasons. Like you said, some of the best writing in all of television ever. Uh, again, it's my second favorite show of all time. Incredible show. I'm not going to throw all that down the drain because of I didn't like the way it ended. Right? I'm not going to do that. But it doesn't matter what I think. You loved it, and that's great. Wet hated it, and that's fine. It's I'm, yeah, but we, I'm what did, what did the, the movie we just watched say about Webb's taste? Well, fair. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle, and that's okay. Uh, so again, it's still my second favorite show of all time. It didn't it didn't denigrate the show at all. Like you freaking Game of Thrones fans who were so pissed, honestly, about dude, the last season. Hold on, let me. Let You're me, gonna throw let away get six a, seasons let me get of on your a favorite soapbox. show and say it's terrible. Again? Let me shut up. Let me get on a soapbox. The ending of Game of Thrones was fantastic. I said what I said, and I mean it. Everyone's so I upset. Watch like, it. do what? I couldn't watch it. I, no, that's that's fair. That's reasonable. It's not a, not the last season, of the show at all. Yeah, like it, like you're either into it or you're not. You know, like it is what it is. Everyone who threw a fit about it, like I, you sound like a baby to me. We had eight seasons of not getting oh, what we want. I thought it was seven. It might be seven. Point is. We got, mo- like, a lot of seasons of thing like, literally the thing we least wanted to happen, happening. Guess what happened in the finale? The thing we, the second thing we least wanted happened. Oh, what did you expect? Well, my thing is this. I don't, like, again, I have not seen the show. I watched a couple episodes, couldn't get into it, it was not for me. So I have not seen the show. So I can't speak to how good the ending was, how bad the ending was, whatever. I cannot speak to that. What kills me is these people who are Game of Thrones stands made Game of Thrones their entire personality for six or seven seasons, and then the last season is not what you wanted, or bad. Even if it was bad. The last season of Friends was bad. Even if it was bad, you're going to throw away your supposed favorite show, your personality for the last seven years? Get over yourselves. Yeah, I You can like, say your favorite show had a bad season. Psych had a bad season. Season four, not the best in Psych. Still my favorite show of all time. This current season of NCIS, horrible. Top five favorite show for me. And I'm going to watch every episode. Season 10 of Friends, the, the ending was phenomenal. The last episode, phenomenal. But the last season, terrible. Friends is still the best sitcom of all time, in my opinion. So, like... I mean, that's no I new just, girl. I just don't understand. You're right, it's better. I just don't understand. What? 
Friends walked so new girl could run. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay, That's all so I'm saying. what? Just because it's older doesn't mean it's better. Yeah. Just because it's the first doesn't right. mean it's the it's the better one. You're Look right. at the Ford Model T. You're right, dude. I am on I am on your team. But Friends is better than New Girl. Friends sucks. Thomas, that's simply wrong. No, it sucks. No, no, no. You can say it's not the best sitcom of all time. You can say you don't like it. You can't say it sucks. I don't like it because it sucks. All right. Anyway, I just think it's silly to take your favorite show and then have one thing that's bad in it and let it ruin it for you. I think that's silly. It seems like a lot of Game of Thrones fans did that. Not all of them. Some of them were like, love the show. It's still my favorite. That's why they got so mad that the last season was bad. Uh, but I say all that to say this. Ted Lasso, phenomenal, even with the last episode. Still my second best show of all time. Uh, I, back to We Are the Millers. And We Are the Millers, the dude with the no regrets tattoo, Yeah. his name is Scotty P. So when he's leaving the RV one time, Jason Sudeikis is like, all right, you do you, Scotty P. And I was like, that's where that's from. Not from Scott Pilgrim. I think world. that phrase is older than where the Millers. I'm pretty sure. I don't know, man. Anyway, we're 21 minutes into this podcast. Uh, we just talked about movies. We now have 39 minutes to get through football, football, and then maybe football. Okay, anyways, as I was saying 21 minutes ago, uh, we might have mentioned that Man City is on their quest for the treble this season after winning the Premier League. Not they, only did we just talk about movies for 21 minutes, we probably just pissed a lot of people off, too. Yeah. I Oh, I, yeah, no, I, like, I just said a lot of my, like, personal opinions for the record most people that like game of thrones could probably kick my butt so i i was kidding about all david that. no one like no one cares about game of thrones anymore like it's a great show i don't know that that's true no i, I mean, still like, hear people complain about it yeah wow. yeah they're gonna complain because what else are they gonna complain about it's a great it was a great show uh the ending wasn't what people wanted but as as is the process for these kind of things, a titan falls far ahead of the rest. It ends. It's replaced by a new titan, and hey, the cycle continues. What's up? The little tiny blonde king. Does he die in that show? Joffrey? I don't know. Is I he... just remember the first two episodes I watched. I wanted to kick him every time he was on the screen. Oh, that's Joffrey. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. dies. Oh yeah. Thank God. And like an excruciating. I know everyone dies in that show. In an but, excruciating, like, good. manner. What about Jon Snow? No, he lives. Did you hear the uh, interview he did? No. <laughs> Apparently he got pulled over by a cop one time, <laughs> speeding. And the cop was like, you're speeding, you're going 20 miles an hour over the limit. There's two things we can do. Uh, it's a bookable offense, so either I can take you down to the station, or you can tell me your fate for next season whether you're alive or not and depending on how you answer that question depends on whether or not i take you to the station and so he said he, he said i looked at him and i said I, I, i'm alive next season and he goes all right have a good afternoon and walked back to his car and left <laughs> is that not hilarious it is but you know if it was me i would be like i'm dead next season 
just send them in the wrong direction. Then you would have gotten taken to jail. Oh, I'm Jon Snow. I make a bunch of money from being in one of the most iconic television shows of all time. A ticket. Ooh. You know where Jon Snow is from? England. England. You know what the major sport is in England? Football. Football, baby. That's that's a transition. It's a forced one. <laughs> um, City wins the Premier League. I think that's the third time I've said this on this recording. Uh, hey, who won the Prem? I think that's Manchester City. Ah, cool, yeah. cool, cool, yeah. cool. Well, they most recently defeated Manchester United in the FA Cup final, 2-1. to one. So that is two trophies down and one more to go against Inter Milan and Champions League in the Champions League final. But this game against United, something interesting happened, David. Any guesses to what that might be? Uh, a lot of people in Manchester pubs threw beer glasses. Not what I was going for, but I, I, I don't think that's false. Uh, Ike Gundawan scored oh, yeah. the fastest goal in FA Cup final history. I remember. 13 seconds into the match. I miss old Gundogan. Uh, he also netted the second goal of the game. So, not only did he score the opener, he scored the decider. So, big, big day for him. Gundogan, come back to Bayern. And uh, a big, big day for team or fans of teams who are hoping that their team is going to be making some upgrades this season. A lot of big-name players announced that they will be departing their former club and basically are free agents. So let's just run down the list, shall we? You could yep, do- yes. Were you looking? I thought that was rhetorical. I'm sorry. Yes, let's I, run just, down I'm the just list. Just looking for some enthusiasm, man. Yes. I listen. I told you if you wanted to spend a long time talking about soccer, we have literally, I'm tapped out. You're leading this. We have literally spent like four minutes talking about soccer. I told you you're leading this. I just I just want some enthusiasm. Like I, I thought after all the leagues wrapped up, we'd be done with soccer. So I don't have anything else. David, I'm going to beat this horse all year. I'm going to call the police. Don't abuse animals. I will abuse this one. Are you a serial killer? No. That's what serial killers do. They beat up We literally just watched a movie about what serial killers do. I don't... Okay. For the lawyers, I am not abusing animals or a serial killer. (laughs) Wait. I wouldn't be mad if you were abusing a serial killer. He's a serial killer. I meant I am not abusing animals. I am also not a serial killer. Yes, Thomas. I was just... Calm down, sir. And show me some enthusiasm. Anyways. All right. Oh, my God. Free agents just like in regular football. Let's go. Who are they? All right. All right. Harry Kane. Are you kidding me? Harry Kane from England? Harry Kane. Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire, two Harrys on England. <laughs> Leo, Lionel Messi. I, I can't do an Argentinian accent. Holy cow, where's he going to... Oh, wait, isn't he going to Saudi Arabia to play for like 400 mil a year? Uh, he's Barcelona's number one target going into the summer. So they can't pay him 400 mil a year, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another former... Wait. I was going to say another former Barcelona player, but I think he might have been a Real player. Sergio Ramos. 
Definitely real. Uh, very man. aggressive center back, also leaving PSG. Uh, Mason Mount is leaving Chelsea, but it looks like he's already secured a deal to move to Manchester. Oh. United. England or United? Or United or City? United. Oof. Uh, and then going back to La Liga, and a shock twist of events, Kareem Benzema is leaving Real Madrid. But really? he sent them off with a sort of present his last touch in a real madrid jersey was a kareem benzema goal well i mean yeah it's not gonna be like a cristiano ronaldo goal so no but i mean it could have been an assist yeah but if you just said a goal i think it would have been pretty understood that it was a kareem benzema goal i mean i just wanted to make sure that it was i guess that makes sense yeah I'm just giving you a hard time at this point, buddy. Oh, my gosh. And then lastly, Marco. I'm really striving for the meow, but you're not letting me have it. So. Marco Asensio also leaving Real Madrid and is a favorite to go to the Prem and join the villains of Asta. Asta? Aston. Is Real even going to play next year? They're just going to sit out? I'm sure they will. They're losing a lot of people. I'm sure they will. But, uh... These players are leaving their clubs, going to join another club. Uh, There are there is one player who might not be joining another club. He might be retiring, and that's Eden Hazard, also leaving Real Madrid. He's pretty old. He's like thirty four. That's pretty old. I mean, for athlete, for like for like an American athlete or North American athlete, but like soccer players play for a minute, dude. Because the other, the first name that we are getting that is for sure retiring he's is... He's only 32. Oh, yeah, no, he's Hazard's got... Hazard's got a couple years left. Yeah, no, absolutely. Huh. Anyway. But the 41-year-old Zlatan Ibrahimovic announced today that he is hanging up the boots this last season. What? I said R.I.P. To his career, not him. He's not dead. I was about to say, he's not dead. He's just working in avocado farm. <laughs> um, no, not actually. What? Oh, think... I just wish for that thirty seconds ago. It's my best Danny Rojas impression. Danny Rojas, Danny Rojas. Football, Football is, is life. life. <laughs> Football is death. <laughs> uh, no, but it's 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 winding up to be a really exciting summer. Yeah, dude. It sounds like there's going to be a lot of signings getting. Uh, these are players that. Correct me if I'm wrong, normally don't go to clubs for free, right? These are guys, like, getting yeah. one of these guys, signing one of these guys to a new deal, not having to pay a transfer fee for them is going to be massive. Yeah, not all of these players are necessarily free. Uh, another player, Hugo Loris, is not going to be a free agent, but he has announced that he will be departing Tottenham. Their French goalie the last gotcha. five, six years has been really solid. But there's going to be room for a lot of these clubs like Newcastle, like Aston Villa, on a for an English comparable, who are not usually in the top of the table, but have had really strong seasons yeah. and are going to get really nice cash injections from their results. So there could be a, a potential here for kind of the landscape of European soccer to shift dramatically. Heck yeah, man. I think that's exciting because I feel like in, fo- or in soccer we see a lot of dominance – by the same few teams. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, m- this is mostly something for, like, the Bundesliga, La Liga. Uh, those two, really, I feel like, are probably the least competitive. 
when you I don't know about the least competitive Bayern uh, Bundesliga is probably the second most competitive, but uh, even recently uh, with the Prem, like Man City for the last five years has owned the Prem, right? Yeah. They I mean, Liverpool won it. had a year. And yeah, they haven't won it every single year. But City's but been the only team that's they been, have like, been consistently. The consistent, so like, and but like even when it's not City, it's these hard like. Liverpool is it's, a... It's like it's one of the quote-unquote big six, if yeah. you will. And so I would love to see a team like Villa, like Newcastle, one of these teams come out... Heck, Luton Town, make a run for it. Make you a run. You know what run. I mean? But like, I, I think it'd be cool to see uh, not a normal team. Like, even as a Bayern fan, how cool would it be if Schalke won the Bundesliga next year? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, it'd be it's exciting. Bayern. I was almost rooting for Union Berlin this year. Because they were so close. That story was... Yeah. Uh, but, like, Union Berlin acted like every other Cinderella story. Yeah. Not like the Miami Heat or Florida yeah. Panthers. And now, I'm not going to act like I'm not still going to root for Byron to win the league. Like, I am. But if, if a random team like Mines comes out or Leipzig comes out and wins the league next year... I'm going to be sad. The 11-year run will be over, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that'd be cool to see. Yeah. And especially in the Prem, seeing one of these teams that flirts with relegation a lot or sits at the middle of the table popping up to do make some noise, maybe make a championship run, something like that, or a Champions League run. Not a championship I was about to run. say a championship run is not what they want Champions League run. Uh, I, think that'd be, I think that'd be pretty cool and exciting out of the yeah. soccer world. So uh, one more thing. On, in the soccer world, uh, it, we're going to Belgium. Belgium? There's soccer in Belgium? There sure is. Uh, you know, in soccer, this the table, what we know as the standings, what they refer to the table, it's looked at live. Okay. So what that means is, like, say uh, Bayern is currently winning a game 1-0. The table reflects assuming the game ended at that result. Really? Yeah, so it's a constantly updating know that. table. Huh. Uh, what? So, the Belgian League wrapped up their last game week this past week, weekend. And uh, it had a pretty wild end because uh, within five minutes, six minutes, sorry, three different teams were number one in the active table. Dang. So, uh, Union... In the 88th minute, were slated to become the champions of the Belgian Pro League. Uh, due to a last-second goal 80, in the 89th minute, Genk shot up to hold the active lead. Well, in the 94th minute, former Tottenham Hotspur defensive stalwart Toady Alderville scored a goal in what has been described as a Sergio Aguero moment from the 20. 20- 14 Manchester City team wow. and won them the not just the game but the league in the 94th minute of the wow. last game. That maybe that's the second most competitive league in Europe. That is a roller coaster of a six minutes, yeah. if you ask me. That's awesome. So wow. yeah. Wow. See, soccer can be exciting. It, 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 honestly, like it's not usually, but it can. It's be. one of those things where like you just gotta give it a chance. Yeah. I kind of feel this way about soccer. The NBA is boring. Um, it's not. It's not fun to watch. 
To me, to me, to me. If you love the NBA, all you, I think it's boring to watch. But in soccer, the parts that are boring aren't boring if you know what you're looking for. Right. And I, this is how I viewed it pre-meeting you and Webb and like Baker and like learning a lot more about soccer. Before I understood anything about soccer other than can't touch it with your hands, kick ball in net. Yeah. I was like, that's boring. But when you actually see, and like a player uh, will have two guys ahead of him and eight guys behind him, and they'll kick back. And I'm like, what are you doing? That's dumb. Why would you do that? Why are you kicking back towards the goalkeeper? That's so dumb. That's not how to score a goal. But once you learn about soccer and you actually know what they're doing and you can see the strategy set up and you can actually see their formation go into play. You can see the guys who are leading the team. You can see the defense make a wall in the back when you can actually see things happen. And uh, even they're passing back and forth on the defensive line 30 yards away from the goalkeeper, but you see a winger running down the edge and you know what's going to happen. That immediately makes even the boring parts of soccer fun to watch. Yeah. I Whereas mean, that doesn't exist in the NBA. There's no sport that you can watch the same way you watch another sport. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, for instance, in hockey, when a lot of people are getting into it, they're like, oh, I can't I can't see the – I have a hard time tracking the puck. Well, okay, don't watch the puck. Yeah. Watch the rest of the ice because yeah. that's where you're going to see the beauty of this all. It's not – it's organized chaos. And you're not going to see the organization if you're too busy trying to find a puck that's changing locations. Like you got to like you're. It's like in soccer, you're looking beyond the person with the ball. Whereas like football, which is the the U.S.'s most dominant sport, ninety percent of the time that's how you get by is watching the person yeah. with the ball. But I. It's different. I always tell people this when it comes to watching hockey: don't watch the puck, watch the people. Because there are 12 people on that ice, not counting refs, obviously. 12 people on that ice, at least 10 of those 12 people are looking at the puck. Yep. Watch the people, see where they're looking. Nine times out of ten, when I'm watching a hockey game, I'm not looking at the puck, and I know exactly where the puck is. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And so that's kind of how I that's kind of how I tell people to watch hockey. Don't watch the puck, watch the people, and you'll know where the puck is. And after so long, it just it's easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like offsides in soccer. Yeah, it's weird. It's complicated. Don't ask me to explain it. But once you once but you once get you it, know what it is. You get it. Yeah, it's like that in the last episode of Ted Lasso. Hey, that was offsides. Yeah, <laughs> Ted finally recognizes offsides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Even the boring parts of soccer can be fun and interesting when you understand what it is. Um, that's like for me in baseball too. If a guy strikes out three batters in a row, a lot of people are like, that's not fun at all. Yeah, but that guy just threw a 96-mile-an-hour knuckleball that had seven inches of movement on it. Do you know how impressive and cool that is? If you don't, yes, that's boring. But if you do, like, that guy's been at the plate. He just keeps hitting foul balls. And he just had a 17-pitch at bat. Do you know how impressive that is? The mental fortitude to stick in for 17 pitches and then end up on first base? Like, if you understand the sport, even the boring parts aren't boring. Except basketball. 
But maybe I just don't understand basketball. I mean, that, you know, like, as we're having this conversation, I'm like, shoot, maybe I need to, like... Pay reach. more attention to basketball? Well, not only that, but, like, maybe, like, ask some people who are really in the basketball, like, how do you watch this game yeah. and get interesting and not come at it from, like, a condescending, you know, or kind of, like, how do you watch this? This is terrible, but, like... Chris, call us tomorrow and explain basketball. Dog, you know he was going to call us. He didn't have to say it. <laughs> But that wraps up all my football. All right. Well, I'm tired of talking about football. You know what I want to talk about? Football. That's right, football. Uh, so I was coming across Instagram, just scrolling, and I see this nine bold predictions for the 2023 NFL season. Okay. Posted by a guy from NFL Game Day named Adam Sheen. I don't know this guy. I don't know anything about this guy. Other than the fact that he has seven brain cells and six of them were working on something else when he made this list. That that is <laughs> That was aggressive. You're right. You're right. That was aggressive. I apologize. Uh, but David. I know. Uh, but I'm gonna list you these nine. Okay. And I'm gonna go from the least bold. To the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Can I ask you something? Yes. Does it say if this list is like, is it listed and least to most? Or no. Oh. This is my opinion. So he just, he just. Wha-pow, Fired. Wha-pow, yeah. Wapow. Yeah. Like. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go, my opinion, least to most bold. Okay. What I think is not only bold, I think it's inevitable is Justin Jefferson will make NFL history as the first 2,000-yard receiver. Wait, is there not, has there not been a 2,000-yard receiver? No, Cooper Cup was the most with like 1,967 yards or something like that. Really? Uh, there's been 2,000 scrimmage yards, but not 2,000 yards receiving. Uh, that, I think, is the least bold. I don't know if it's going to happen in 2023. I think it very well could. I think with the addition of Jordan Addison taking some attention away from Justin Jefferson that Adam Thielen hasn't really been able to do in the last couple of years. Yeah. If Justin Jefferson plays 17 games and Jordan Addison plays well enough to draw some of that attention away from Justin Jefferson, then I could I could very easily see it happening in 2023. I got you. But even if it doesn't happen this year, I think that's inevitable and bound to happen. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I can could, I could definitely see that. And if not him, I mean, the league's a pass first year. All it takes yeah. is Mahomes finding a yeah a favorite that's not a tight end. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the second least bold, I guess, uh, Miles Garrett wins Defensive Player of the Year. I, I think Miles Garrett is easily one of the best defensive players in the league. He is, but I he's not he's the been... best in his own division. T.J. Watt, baby. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I think he's had better seasons than T.J. Watt, but as a whole, I think T.J. Watt's definitely better. Uh, and most of the seasons where Miles Garrett plays better, T.J. Watt's hurt part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but I just think Miles Garrett is phenomenal. He is un- like unstoppable on that defensive line. He is a freaking unit. I'd probably put him at, like, this is not putting thought into it. This is just off the top of my head. I'd probably put him at my third, my third favorite. Yeah, but I mean, that's not... I And that, again... Fourth favorite. First of all, I would like to say this. All of these are Adam Sheen, not David or Shine, however you say his name. 
not David, not Thomas. Don't come at us for what is on this. And when I say I can see it happening, that's not me saying I agree. That's me saying if it happened, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. So I just want to get that clear. But so there's like, a, do but, I? But there's also like 15 players right now that you could say, I think this guy could win defensive yeah. player of the year. And I'd be like, I can see that. Yeah, exactly. Like if you put a gun to my head right now and said accurately pick the depoy next year, would Miles Garrett be my pick? No. But if I said TJ Watt and you said no, it was Miles Garrett, I'd be like, ah, dang. You know what I mean? I don't think that would be your reaction, but I, I do know what you mean. Well, yeah, but you get it. All right. Third. Josh Allen wins MVP. This is where things start getting a little spicy. I think the best two quarterbacks for the last three seasons have been pretty obviously Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. So if it's not going to be Patrick Mahomes, I I would lean more towards Joe Burrow winning it over Josh Allen. Not a lot, but Josh Allen has regret like seemed to regress a little bit last season. Not a lot. But last season was not the most impressive season we've seen out of Josh Allen. No, it wasn't. But I, I kind of think that might be a little bit of expectations got a little too big, you know? Absolutely. Um, but, like, when it comes to, like, pick the MVP, like, the obvious choice is Mahomes, you know? But outside of that, I think there's five guys you could name that are pretty, like, in line with each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like... Like you said, the obvious guy is Mahomes. Like he's thrown five thousand yards twice. He's done more. Uh, he did more this season than any other quarterback, with the exception of four, have done in their entire careers. So like he yeah. is just so freaking good. If he plays twenty years, he'll probably be the greatest quarterback of all time. Personally, I think I've said this before on the pod. I'll say it again. If he retired right now and never played another snap of football, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like absolutely. He's phenomenal, and so until he's not, I'm going to say it's Patrick Mahomes every year. Um, the only Let me tell you this. The only way it's possible that Patrick Mahomes is not a first ballot Hall of Famer is if for some reason he retires the same year Tom Brady does, and there's only one spot left, and it comes down to Brady or Mahomes. That's Tom the, Brady already retired. Yeah, but he, he, you know, the rumor mill has been. He's not gonna, he's not gonna pull a Brett Favre and unretire a second time. Even if it meant playing for his own team, winning yes. a Super Bowl. This is not a, a Will Ferrell film. No, but it, I mean, it may like financially. Think about the just automatic increase in value the franchise you just bought would get from the greatest quarterback of all time, just suiting up for the game, for, for the team. I mean, that's fair. Like, like that's just, like, that's free he's money. he's only a partial owner. Like, he's okay. not even, like, a majority owner. Like, But he's, like, he's an owner enough to get cut a check. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Next. This is where things start getting real spicy. Okay. Rookie Jamar Gibbs leads all NFL backs in touchdowns. All rookies or all? All backs. Period. End of story. I think this is very unlikely. That's a system take right there. But it is a good system. I mean, Jamal Williams did it. Jamal Williams did it last year. And a lot of people would argue that Jameer Gibbs has a lot better promise than uh, Jamal Williams ever had. You know no, what I mean? Fair, fair. 
I think a lot of people. I think I would argue that. Like, so do I think it's going to happen? No. But do I think it's possible? Do I think that's a good, bold prediction? Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a prediction you can make, and people will be like, "Mm, I don't agree with that. But, like, it's not something that you're going to get a, are you high? Like, yeah. Next. The New England Patriots will miss the playoffs, and Bill Belichick will be fired. I think it's more likely he retires. I don't think the Patriots miss the playoffs. But, like, if if the Patriots did miss the playoffs, yeah. I wouldn't be overly shocked if he hung yeah. it up. It could happen. But, like, there's a 0% chance they fire him. I think the AFC East is solidly the best division in football, and I don't think it's that close. Uh, so, like, it's... And for all intents and purposes, New England seems to be the black sheep of that division. Yeah. I think we're underrating the crap out of the Patriots. Uh, I think Mac Jones is going to show a dramatic increase in productivity with having an actual offensive coordinator and it being a guy like Bill O'Brien who is a tremendously successful offensive coordinator both in the NFL and in college football in the system that Mac Jones won a national championship in. So, like, I can't see anything but success from Mac this season. I think the Patriots are really good this year. I don't know about really good. I think the worst they finish is third in the division. I think they get 10 wins. I think they make the postseason. But then the question is, is 10 wins enough to make the postseason in what is a loaded AFC? So, I don't know. We'll see. I think that one's pretty daggum bold. I think anytime betting against the Patriots is pretty daggum bold. So, we got one more? No, we got what? No, we got three more. Wait. Four more. Didn't you just say number eight? No. Oh. If I did, my bad. Okay. I might have. We have four more. Okay. Okay. And this takes a dramatic jump. Okay. From, like, this is extra bold. It, it went from, like, yeah, that's that's going to happen. To, uh, I can see it. To, ooh, I don't know about that. But maybe to, no, nah, I disagree. To, this is insanity. And then you're at, you should be fired for putting out this list. But right now we're in the insanity part. Uh, the Packers post the second worst record in the entire NFL. I don't know about that. I think that's ludicrous. I think there are a lot of teams that are in worse shape. And I think I think going to Jordan Love a quarterback who has sat behind one of the greatest quarterbacks this league has ever seen for the last three years, assuming that he's going to have the second worst record in the entire NFL in a not completely stacked division, not the worst division by any means, but like this is the most level grounded the division has ever been. So I just, I think that's crazy. The second worst division in all of football. Have you heard of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Have you heard of the Saints? Have you heard? <laughs> wait. Have you heard of the Saints? Have you heard of the Carolina Panthers? Have you heard like, of the Houston Texans? Yeah, yeah, the Texans. I believe in Bryce Young. I really do. I don't believe in him his first year. The Tennessee Titans. Like, there are a lot of teams whose rosters look like absolute dumpsters on fire 
compared to Green Bay. And a lot of guys who but are in also, a lot worse situations at quarterback than a guy who has sat behind who people call the most talented ball thrower to ever play football. But also really fast. Can, we just, can we just like take a step back real fast? As far as like the worst team in the league goes... I think it's the Bucks. Right, right, right. But like as far as like that goes, like let's just say for argument's sake, the Bucks are the worst team in the league, yeah. right? You compare that roster to like the last fifteen years, each year, the worst team in the league that year going into the season, that roster they go fifteen and zero. Yeah. Like we're like we're in a pretty nice spot, like competitiveness wise. Yeah. I agree. It's 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 really cool. Yeah. I agree. Um, here's a question for you. Okay. We're, we're moving on to, I believe, number seven. Uh, what is one of the hardest things to do in the NFL for a team? I'll give you a hint. It's only happened twice in the history of the National Football League. Oh, not go undefeated. Um... I think that's also only happened twice in the NFL. I mean, like, fully undefeated, because oh. that's only happened once. Yeah. But regular season, yeah, go undefeated. This is regular season. Uh, pass for 5,000, no. Nope, that's uh, happened. That happened twice, like, two years ago. Repeat? Um, Not winning a single game. Oh, yeah. No, the yeah, Browns that makes sense. That makes sense. And the Lions. Only two teams in NFL history who have gone an entire season without winning a game. And those rosters This guy. Tough. This guy uh-huh. says that the... Arizona Cardinals. That's wrong. Are gonna not win a single game this season. That's wrong. I agree. I don't think they win more than four. If you told me they don't win more than three, I wouldn't be surprised. But not win. You know how hard it is to not win a single game in the NFL. If Kyler Murray's gonna come back at some point, he's not out the entire season. You think he can't get one win? I'm gonna I'm gonna address some of you. If you if you are in the sport betting for whatever reason, and uh, here's some free advice: never bet on a team to not win a game or to not lose a game. You're throwing away your money. Yeah, that's not something you don't you don't attach your name to that. That's not something you attach your name to. You lose is. you lose all semblance of credibility. Maybe he thinks because his name is Adam and then his last name starts with S-C-H, people will mistake him for Adam Schefter. Well, I don't know who would do that. I did that. I know. That's why I thought it was so crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, that is... Wow. Let me tell you, David. If the Cardinals... Is that not crazy? If the Cardinals don't win a game this year, I will... I don't know what I'll do, but I'll do something uncomfortable. Is that not insane? Like, it's nothing compared to the last two. But that is insane. The last two didn't have a quarterback. Like, No, 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 no. no. I mean, it's nothing compared to the last two bold predictions. Oh, oh. But, like, that's the last one in the absolutely insane category. These last two are, you should get fired from your job for even thinking this, let alone putting it on the internet for millions of people to see. Are you saying that, in turn, when you read these, you should be fired from your job? No, because I'm not thinking them. But you're putting it on the internet for millions to see. Not, But I'm not saying them. I'm saying how dumb they are. No, but you said... And millions of people are listening to our podcast. But they could. 
That's true. But like what I'm saying is Tell like you didn't say that. You said you should be fired from your job for putting this on the internet for millions to okay, see. Whatever. And you're about okay, whatever, to put it on the Thomas. internet for millions to see. That's whatever. all I'm saying. Let me move on. I'm calling your boss. Number eight. The New Orleans Saints will secure the number one seed in the NFC. I believe it. <laughs> That's a, that's Are you a, kidding me? No, that's a hard roster, dude. Are you kidding me? The Saints. Yeah. The New Orleans Saints. Black and gold. In the worst division in football, yep. which they got actually an easy might, road. might help them. As much as I love Derek Carr and have said Derek Carr can take a team to the playoffs, number one seed in the entire NFC, a team with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, a team with the Detroit Lions, a team or Elite. a division, not a team, a division with the Rams, a division with the Seahawks, the 49ers. Like, are you kidding me? The number one seed in the entire NFC? Derek Carr, baby. I don't think they're going to be the best team in their division. My Hey, notable number one wide receiver in the league, Michael Thomas. Who has played less hours of football than you've played Call of Duty in the last week, in the last five years. I haven't played Call of Duty at all this week. It's a, It was a euphemism. You're a euphemism. I think that is just, absolutely insane. Just just so we're clear, I I do not actually believe that. Oh, I yeah, I think Okay, that. okay. I but that was more so tell our listeners. Yeah, that was that was more so who that was for. Yeah. Um and lastly, the New York Jets Lose the Super Bowl. And there's our special surprise third guest. Alexa, stop. There's our special surprise third guest. What? In the- <laughs> what turned her on? Uh, Jeff Bezos really likes our podcast. I guess dude. so. Um. Anyway, the New York Jets will lose in the Super Bowl to the San Francisco 49ers. That's not the crazy part. Led by starting quarterback Sam Darnold. That would okay. That's not going to happen. But you know what? Like there is, there is, there, there are two part, three parts of that that are believable. I agree. Um, and I guess, I, I guess it's really two parts because they kind of, like two of them kind of overlap. It's that. The Jets could make the Super Bowl with yep. Rodgers. Because when you get a quarterback like that, the sky's the limit. Yep. If it comes together, it comes together. If it repeats of Russ last year, then yikes. Uh, the second part is that the 49ers also make the Super Bowl. Because they have a good roster. And the third part is that the 49ers will be so down bad at quarterback that Sam Darnold will make an appearance in that game. Yeah. No, that's like, I, there has been this narrative recently that Sam Darnold has only been bad because of the situations he's been in. Yeah. And I think there are quarterbacks to whom you can make that argument. Yeah, no, Trevor absolutely. Lawrence had a bad rookie year. Yeah. He was probably the fourth best rookie quarterback his rookie year. I think you can – he showed flashes 
of being great. And he never just made the worst read ever. Right? Sam Darnold is not Trevor Lawrence. Like I He has say... made good throws. But one time, when I was in 10th grade, I was playing flag football at my church. And I threw a 50-yard dime to a kid right over the back shoulder and he walked in for a touchdown. Guess what? It was pure luck. I turned around and slung that thing. It looked like I was Peyton freaking Manning in 2010. I will that doesn't mean I can win a Super Bowl. I will say, to the credit of Sam Darnold, what he had in the Jets was not good. Okay, and I agree. But the, like, let's not call the Panthers a bad situation. It didn't work out. Well, yeah, yeah, but he still had CMC and DJ Moore. For a little there. bit, and then they traded the both of them. The, he, no, they traded DJ Moore during the summer. After they traded Donald Chosen Anderson. Chosen Anderson and... Yeah, who was, who was okay due to the lack of anything else there. DJ Moore hadn't come into his own yet. Like, but the my... point is, is like, was it an ideal situation? No. It was, I wouldn't say it was an ideal situation, but I wouldn't call it a bad situation either, you well, know? My thing about this is I can 100% agree that Sam Darnold has been in terrible positions. But look at Trevor Lawrence in his terrible position and look at Sam Darnold in his. You can see Trevor Lawrence make passes that result in interceptions where it's very clear a receiver missed, right? You can see good stats from Trevor, but the defense allows 38 points. You can see Trevor make good reads. You can see Trevor get sacked because of his horrible offensive line. You can see this, that, and the other. You can see things and point to it and say, that is directly a result of bad coaching, of bad scheme, of bad system, of bad situation. And then you look at Sam Darnold, and you can see him make passes where he just misses wide open guys by five yards. You see him make passes directly to a defensive player, ill regard where the receiver was. You can see him hold on to the ball for too long. You can see him miss wide open guys. And when I say miss, I don't mean... Like I literally just said, misses and like he's looking down the field and there's a wide open guy and he just misses him and doesn't see him and takes a sack. Right. You can see Sam Darnold actively making bad choices and that is not system dependent. That is the bad head on a football player. We've also seen the incredible lack of confidence from Sam Darnold. We've seen him make comments about how not comfortable he is on a football field. We have seen his inability to read defenses. We have seen how bad of a quarterback Sam Darnold is. And you can blame part of that for sure on system, but you certainly cannot blame most of it on system. And you cannot tell me a guy like that on his third team in three years is going to lead a a team like San Francisco to the Super Bowl and win it against arguably the most loaded roster in football in the New York Jets. Right. I think that is the most asinine and ridiculous take I've ever heard in my life. And that's 
hyperbolic. It's not. I've heard some pretty crazy stuff. Johnny Manziel is going to mean more for Cleveland than LeBron James ever did. That was my Skip Bayless impression. You mean Trent Bayless? No, I mean Skip. Oh. Who's Trent Bayless? I said shrimp. Who's Shrimp Bayless? Uh, it was the title of a disc track Le'Veon Bell released when he was on the Steelers. Was he a little weenie? Wouldn't surprise me. What? Yeah, what? Skip. Called him Shrimp? Oh. No, I, I think he was just calling him a shrimp. Oh, okay. Anyway, he is bottom feeder. Anyway, that list, I read a couple and I'm like, eh. And then I read some and my blood boiled. Yeah. But uh, let me tell you, I don't know what your hot take for the season is. I don't know where you hope Shannon Sharp ends up since he's leaving Fox. And uh, I don't know who you're going to be rooting for in this year's Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers or Sam Darnold. Let's go Colts, baby. But uh, what I do know is, I don't know about you, but uh, we're We're just just here here so we don't get fined. fined.